It's time for the podcast. Yeah. You all love. Let's go. Watch your Except can't hear anything. Okay, now that's good. <laughs> I'm way too loud. Oh, you're fine. Okay, I'm good now. Yeah, speak. That's for recording purposes. These little knobs here. Okay, so we're good audio wise. Okay. Yep, we're good. Interesting. Yeah, man, really interesting. Okay, so this is where I wanted to begin. I just. Um, found out the meaning behind the Lil Wayne line that everyone's been talking about for a while which if if you don't know the one I'm talking about I told you before but it's real G's move in silence like lasagna and I always had, had heard people talk about this line but I never actually connected the dots that I never actually put the pun together now could you explain what the pun is maybe for people who are listening who it's not clicking right away yeah I mean yeah, so the G in lasagna, to spell lasagna, you know, if you if you just started speaking English to like the other day, you'd think it's spelled L-A-S-A-N-Y-A, you know, if you were... Yeah, that's kind of an exotic spelling, but yeah, I can see that. Breathing into the mic a little too much. Um, and so what happens is the G is actually placed in there, and the, there's no Y to begin with, and there's pop. Um, so what ends up happening is the G's silent. So he's saying G's moving silence like lasagna. That means he's moving a lot mm-hmm. of his money in silence, probably due to some sort of illegal activity. That so was the old you, Lil you, Wayne. You were so taking the G as money. Yeah, the G. I thought the G meant like a, a grand. Hmm. Like a grand. But I was a, thinking real G's like real gangsters. That too. So it's a double entendre. Um, I had a chance to talk to Wayne himself. Couple. And not only is it a double entendre, but it's say, also wait, say, say that again. So what? <laughs> double entendre. Okay. But also it's a almost a triple meaning because you have real G's meaning gangsters, real True. G's yeah. meaning grands, thousands, yeah. Yeah. and the G is also um, part of the rap play, which is the silent G in lasagna. Wait, so I, don't, I don't get the third one. The third one is the, the line itself. Oh, like the G in lasagna. So anyway, this is something that I, live smacking boy, you you need to realize. It's really, it's really apparent. This is something that I realized. Dry your mouth. Just and uh, I thought that it was you know interesting. All right, guys, welcome to the Watch Your Angle podcast. My name is Jake D'Ambra. I'm Caleb Cronin, and this is the podcast that's shot at a different angle every episode. Um, And this is episode one. This is episode one. So obviously you're getting the most, what would you say? This is the standard angle? This is uh, pretty standard in most Hollywood um, podcasts, indie film. And and not a lot of people know, but there is actually a big podcast world in Hollywood. 
I haven't heard that. Maybe we should talk about some of our po- favorite podcasts, if we have any, because I know that you're much more involved in podcast listening than I am. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not, uh, to be honest, I'm not the guy that, that goes around and is like, oh, like, I'm into podcasts. But you do know quite a few. I I can list a good so why don't you get some hands? Okay, well, so what inspired me to do this podcast were uh, a few. First one that I really started to get into was the Fighter and the Kid. Um, What's which his name? is with who? That's uh, Brendan Schaub and uh, Brian Cranston, and <laughs> it's um, it's two, two. One was a UFC. <laughs> Brian Cranston was the UFC fighter, and he retired, and he ended up being and he did Malcolm in the Middle a comedian. Oh huh? well, yeah, he first he did Malcolm in the Middle. And this was in between the period of when he was in the UFC. They let him off on leave. It's an eight-month leave. Um, And so he was able to fight. (laughs) You're thinking of... Okay, tell him who it really is. Brian Callen. Brian Callen and Brendan Brendan Schaub. Schaub, Schaub, yeah. It's a weird name. It's one of those weird ones that doesn't roll off the tongue like most others. So would you consider... They were sick. They really uh, set the... Set an interesting standard and actually gathered an interesting audience, an even more interesting audience... And through their collective funniness, you know, two stand-up comedians, one fighter, literally Brendan Schaub fighter, Brian Callen. Right. Uh, and for I don't those know why he calls know, himself a for kid. For those of you don't, who don't know, Brian calls himself Brian the Kid Callen. Yep. For reasons I don't know. But uh, so I what think else? he's just trying Any to hold on to Any other podcasts that you really... Uh, I also... Okay, so then through that I found the one that you knew Brian Callen from originally, which was 10-Minute Podcast. podcast. Will Sasso, Chris D'Elia, Brian Callen, mm-hmm. the Kid Callen. Some would even call that the the holy trinity of podcast, uh, uh, would you say, personas, because Brian Callen moved on to The Fighter and the Kid, Chris D'Elia moved on to Congratulations, and Will Sasso also continued 10-minute podcast, but with a different uh, crew eventually. But for those of us who know the original crew, it was a special time in the podcast world. By the way, uh, this is being recorded live. There's no studio. This is being recorded in my apartment, same place that I sleep, eat, have friends over. This is in my room, believe it or not, but you couldn't tell. Um, but maybe you will. You will be. You will know in the next coming episode. Because it's a different angle. I keep forgetting where the camera is. I'm, I got to look at it here. I'm sorry. Because because of what? Because of the the different angles with the new episodes. That's right. So what we're actually doing, if we didn't explain quite uh in depth as we would like to is each episode of the podcast is going to be shot from a different angle hence the name what's your angle podcast so for instance um next episode you may see something a bit more obscure the next one you may see something even more obscure until we really you know stretch the possibilities of how a podcast can be shot and also um we will stretch the possibilities of how low quality a podcast can be shot because we're currently recording with uh, something that is definitely, you know, uh, I would say economy. Would you agree? Well, it's an interesting juxtaposition of the quality of the video because the audio is rather crystal. Mm -hmm. It's rather crystal clear with the exception of a little bit of echo, a little bit of reverb, natural though. We didn't add this. This is is how it comes. Natural reverb comes, you know, so so if if I'm really breaking down the 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 means to the madness here it's this is a we're trying to make it a comedy podcast um where people laugh and so I was thinking that the good place to start where people you know laugh inside maybe not out loud mm-hmm. um at the podcast but somewhere inside where they'll find humor is the juxtaposition of the high quality 
audio mixed with the lacking uh, P. I never knew what the P stood for in a pic. It probably stands for pixels now that, now that I actually thought. But like 1040p, uh, 179p, um, all these different resolutions that you can have. It, you know, it, I think it's funny how how crystal clear my audio is hmm. in contrast so with how, you how absolute dog shit the camera that I spent um, $125 on. And, you know, whatever. This is, guys, if you know my lore, the story behind me, before I was doing this, I was streaming on Twitch platform, Twitch platform. Mm-hmm. That's true. They might know you from, from another platform. VN8, VN8 Gaming, right. if you're listening to this, you've you've been with me through thick and thin for that. I Bubbly appreciate Boy, you. if you're listening to this. Bubbly Boy, um, he's one of the f- originals. That was, actually, that's it, right? I can't think of anyone else that watched well, the I podcast. Mean, there were others. I just... There were definitely other people. Well, it wasn't a podcast; it was a Twitch live stream. Very different because this is this is this is going to be edited. We're going to throw in a couple of uh, turns, a couple of slide transitions. We might even do some three D remodeling of the frame. So stay tuned uh, because we're already changing up the angle. We're already thinking about three D remodeling. In That's fact, something that we talked about from the beginning. That was yeah. The original idea for the podcast was called the three D modeling project. Project, not podcast. Um, and this is what manifested. But, you know, I don't want to talk about the specifics of how we got into this podcast. I want to put a smile on your face because that's one of my favorite things to do. Um, I, oh, tell me what's propose, in my... What? How do you propose to do that? Tell me what's in my pocket right now. I'm going to say it's a... Yep. What it's a bottle this? opener. A bottle opener. But it's in the shape almost of a palm tree, if you can see. Yep. Now, what are we going to use that for? Well, Caleb, this is one of my favorite moments that I've been looking forward to all day. I worked a heavy day. I went to class. This is one of my favorite moments. I can't wait to see the look on your face. Uh, you've watched Alan. Generous. Yeah. Yes. Look under your chair. All right. I can't seem to get mine. That's great for that's great for audio. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? Pilsner, Pilsner Yerkel, brewed in Czech, the original Pilsner. All right, let's give it a try. Forget this. Maybe for the microphone, get the nice sound effects. What's your angle for his podcast? Uh, ASMR, and now Caleb's going to give his honest. Wait, he's going to give his honest opinion on the beer um, that I found from a local bodega locally sourced made in the <laughs> I Czech. I don't think that's what that means. Yeah, because you're right. It says Czech, so can't be that. <laughs> Can I give my first thoughts about it? Sure. Lukewarm. It's been here for about two hours. No. I, I, the thing is, I don't know why, but I always get um, a, a particular feeling and sensation when i drink beer that i don't get with wine i don't even get with uh, alcohol anymore but i mean hard liquor but for some reason whenever i drink beer um you know i get this thing and i i my i make a face and i pucker up you know do you think that i'll get used to that or do you think it's a genetic thing (laughs) (laughs) you know what i think i'll be right back uh, you, I just need to double check something. Just sit down. 
I was expecting a smile on my friend's face. Instead, I got a look of disgust. So no, that's well, that's I'm, a good start to okay, but a let's friendship. Talk about this. What I was asking before is, do you think that my look of you know my puckering face when I drink beer will eventually go away, or do you think that this is something that is just I'm never going to overcome, and I'm never going to be able to accept the taste of the natural taste of beer? My thought is that you will now be known as Puckerface. Because of the puck, Puckerface because of the beer thing? Yeah. Do you think that I would be known that between my friends or just people who well, watch the podcast? Well, I mean, it's already a thing. We, I'll be frank, we share mutual friends. And whenever we drink beer, you make faces. You make sounds with your mouth. Do you think that... People have already started calling me Puckerface, and it's just kind of a behind-my-back type of thing. The weird, you know, what's truly amazing is the fact that you not only guessed what people were already saying about you, uh, just coincidentally. So we called you Puckerface for a decent amount of time now, and you said, "Isn't it weird? Imagine if people started calling me Puckerface hmm. when the this this entire time we could have been and we have been." But, but it was so you should, back. to be honest, you should get into the psychic business because uh, you can see into the future. And for that, I'd pay uh, whatever. I'd pay anything to get a chance with you. Okay. I'm wondering, we, we recently both saw the new Joker movie, correct? Yep. And we saw it together. And I don't know when this when this podcast is going to air. But uh, just it seems I'm like interrupt the, you. Um, this like... line is I, I I didn't establish this earlier in the podcast. This line's not to be crossed by either party um, unless mutually agreed. And it seems like my knee is that's getting the, that's the second time. Unyieldy. And just like baseball, you get one more chance. Three strikes you're out. And I throw you out, and you have to <laughs> go back home. It takes you at least forty minutes on the yeah, M train. That's true. Oh, this is being shot oh, live mm. in New. Give that away. At, oh. Live, in uh, I guess, I guess I didn't read the, uh, the prompt. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the why. rules. I don't want I them to know that. Well, if you know us, you know where we live, and that's that's the bottom line. Um, what I was gonna say is, we both saw the Joker movie together. Yep. And I think we both had pretty strong feelings on it. Oh, positive, positively strong. Mm-hmm. Want? To, would you like to talk about our nitpicks of the movie? Yeah, um, yeah. Well, first, uh, spoiler alert, now in order. And now we'll start, we'll give it, we'll give it five, a five second grace period. Spoiler alert, now in effect. Do you think we'll even talk about anything with spoilers? Or should we try to be vague? Five uh, second moments in effect. Bingo. Five seconds. Alrighty, let's get started. The thing is, Joaquin Phoenix was an amazing man. Man for the for the role. And just he was an amazing man. He was, and I would argue, is an amazing man. Yep. Um, and I think that a lot of people were surprised at how well he played the character. Uh, can I be honest? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, someone's breaking in. Um, 
so I knew he I, I had a good feeling about him I didn't I was pretty unfamiliar with a lot of his other works um, but I've heard good things about him being a good actor in those movies I'm not a movies guy but you know I can I, I can appreciate a good film and when I heard excuse me and when I heard um, about his performance and I watched the trailers I was pretty I was honestly I was I could tell it was going to be a great performance. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like the talk. Heath Ledger this, Heath Ledger that, you know, Jared Leto this, Jared Leto that. Well. Uh, uh, who's the guy in The Shining? Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson this, Jack Nicholson that. For me, for me, his role didn't Lego count. Lego Batman so. Joker this, right, right, Lego right, right. Batman it's Joker the same that. Same thing with, with Indiana Jones. You know, they when they compare these actors to Legos, it gets me real ticked off because... It's obviously the Lego is going to do it a better part inevitably, but it's because it's a Lego and it's because it has, you know, a voiceover and it can be edited. So when when they give real humans flack for these Lego roles, which are obviously going to be outdone, you know, Lego Indiana Jones won the motion picture 2000, was it 15? And Lego Batman was another one. But, you know, I think overall there's no comparison uh, between Heath Ledger and between Lego Batman, I mean between Lego Joker and between Jared Leto, I did hear that Jared Leto was getting a little upset about the the Joker, uh, the way that Joaquin played the role. Did you hear about that? I did. And for me, that is very aggravating. I mean, what simply because he because was not good, and someone yeah. came along was because, better than him because was exactly arguably, and you could make the argument he was he's portrayed the. The, a great Joker, the one of the best Jokers to this day. I would if say, not the best, that's an argument that you can make. Um, but for me, for people who are wondering, is there a comparison between Heath Ledger Joker and Joaquin Phoenix Joker? I think there's no comparison. I think that the the movies were in totally separate worlds. Where, you know, for example, Joaquin Phoenix Joker would not fit in the world of Dark Knight Rises, whereas Heath Ledger Joker would not fit in the world of Joker movie. Would you agree? I mean, absolutely. You could. I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, and I was, you know, was was still impressed by the performance. But I think that Joker in Batman was a Joker that needed less explanation, and was more, you know, clearly in your face, um, chaotic, and you know, his character was very clear from the beginning. Whereas, obviously, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker is is trying to tell the story of. Um, the origins of the Joker, and this just turned into a um, movie movie um, analyzation podcast. Yeah, I'll be honest, I was following your lead. Um, yep, take a swig of the old juice because we're going to be here a while to talk about movies. We could also do... Um, what? It, what's your angle? The podcast about uh, modern, up-to-date movies... Also known as On Cinema, staring, uh, <laughs> staring Tim Heidecker and uh, Greg Tur- Turkish. I I I'm getting a feeling that the mic is a little too close to my face, and I, I see what you're saying about me eating the mic. It's kind of blocking my profile. Yeah, and we had dinner, so I don't eat the mic. That's True. number one. Uh, number two, you crossed this line again because you did. I've been I've been looking at it, but I would say that I'm right on the line. Now you are because you made that subconscious adjustment because I pointed it out. Happens again. This this couch gets cut in half, and then we have two different seats because I'll that was another move, time. I'll just move over here so that 
There's almost looks like there could be a third person in the middle. Maybe we can get a third guest. Fifth time you've crossed the line. Fifth time. Um, that was only with my leg. Well, still your body, nonetheless. Um, so the ultimate goal. Uh, I'll talk. Let me talk about the origin of kind of the inspiration for this podcast. Something's something's making an R two D two sound. <laughs> Might be your breathing. Probably. Um, I hear it too. I think that's the refrigerator. Uh, you're right. I should stop eating my mic. And you're you're right. I hear the R two D two. No, I don't hear R two D two anymore. He went back to a land far away. Um, So what I was saying was the origin of this podcast was inspired by ten minute podcasts, I'd say. Um, And for the day one listeners, because I know there's going to be two of you out there. VNA, VNA represent. You live in. I think you said your address was forty six Lexington Ave, New Mexico. New Mexico. It was New Mexico. It was Mm -hmm. New Mexico. I have your address. Um, and, uh, so, and then the other one was bubbly boy. I still trying to figure out who that is to this day. All my followers are trying to figure out who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, because your username, your tagline says a lot about you. Um, my username for a while was jdog828. And then when I started meeting other people whose names begin with J, James, Jimmy, Justin, uh, Jabral, Jim, Jimmy, Jamie, um, and it's often males. They also have J Dog and then whatever numbers relevant relevant to them. Eight to eight was my old land landline. Remember when those were a thing? Interesting. And so then I switched. I changed to another username. Jiggy, uh, you know my username. What Jiggy with Jake. This? this was uh, 14, 15 when I when I got Instagram for the first time. And I remember it was in movie theaters. It showcased them as. Warwick location, not the mall, but the Warwick location and near East Greenwich. Is this contributing to the origin of the podcast? Yeah. Um, so I was thinking we'd do a segment about movies and we do a segment about usernames. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, ultimately, I saw a 10 minute podcast and thought, wow, uh, really great idea, really changing up the podcast scene because there's even too many to old, count. Even though it's an old, older podcast. Too many to count. They're really on the brink of something new today. They're really doing something right. new. Um, Even in today's standards? Yeah, because what you do is you remove the concept of date and year, and you look at it as if it were yesterday. And you listen to these podcasts I listened to about uh, enough yesterday, and I felt like I was there. I felt like I was right in the room with them. And it, that, that makes it new because I'm listening and I'm saying, oh, it's like I'm right there. It's brand new to my ears. Therefore, it's brand new. It's manifested in, in like, yes, it was yesterday. So, Do you think that the amount of times that a person use the, uses the word manifest uh, well, defines how psychotic they are? There's a difference between manifest and manifest. Oh, <laughs> there's a difference between spaghetti and spaghetti. <laughs> That's O's. true. Manifest it can be um, peaceful. Manifesto, usually not so much. Yeah, so let's talk. Let's talk about manifesto. Um, me and Caleb play music, and when we were uh, younger, about last week, we created a. I don't know if you no, guys. Not are actually with, last week. Not last week. A couple years ago, um, about fourteen years ago. I'm just. I'm just skewing the reality. I, I, think, I think what you're talking about is when we had a a band, <laughs> and we. Um, we're making a press kit, which for those of you who don't know, a press kit is like the document that you present to a possible venue or, you know, whatever it may be, restaurant, etc. That And they look at that and, and, you know, it's like info, you know, what your band is about. Social and, media. And, and what did we have on, our, on ours? I mean, 
if you look right here, uh, right here, this was our, uh, you can, I'll scroll through it so you can see, um, this was our press kit, sorry for my, my, my piece. This is our press kit, which is to give the information like Caleb said, and right here is a, uh, right there it says the band's manifesto. It says, I think it, believe it actually has musical manifesto. Music, uh, even better. Musical manifesto. Because I'm not looking at it right now. We probably now. thought that, you know, the alliteration would help, but actually it, it's, it's, it comes off as a bit, uh violent comes off yeah as a bit crude um not because, our intention because we were thinking manifesto was a passionate thing but manifesto, which it, which you could which you could, could argue could that be. it is it, that it, it, it is it could be fact. but it, but normally nowadays when you hear about a manifesto it is not so much uh well it is a passionate thing the only oh right 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 that's it is what i was passionate. saying yeah it's it can be passionate, passionate but so, it, it's not so, so in that same vein yeah so technically we weren't far off this is just one piece of the Mm. There's one piece of the um, the picture that we didn't we weren't seeing. I mean, when there's a word that is so strongly associated with something like the Communist Manifesto, you should probably steer clear of it. But then on top of that, when you have you know a lot of these shooters happening to also write manifestos, which again could could be a you know a passionate thing about. You could write a manifesto of love, you know, but it normally, why do you think that normally manifestos are violent well, and, and hateful? Often, um, it's for context, we wrote the band, man, the musical manifesto alliteration a couple years ago. It wasn't like we wrote it in these times. It was in, it was in a mm -hmm. time where it wasn't. There were less manifestos. There were less manifestos and the <laughs> manifestos that were documented often were neutral and, and now that now that we're manifesto. yeah now that we're revisiting that memory lane, I don't know why we chose manifesto to begin with. You know, there used to be a kid in, in my grade in high school who used to read, and I'm you know I'm sure many people have had this type of person, but used to be a guy who used to read Communist Manifesto, you know, by Karl Marx, and everyone would would kind of wonder, you know, what was going on. He would be sitting alone at lunch, he'd be reading Communist Manifesto, um, which I think is valid, but you know, he was definitely a weird guy, um, and people knew that and. I think a lot of people now would say, you know, you shouldn't make fun of that guy, blah, blah, blah. You know, you know, he, you know, he's an he's outcast. Wearing a overcoat. Right. No, but really, like, I think that, um, I think it's silly to be reading Communist Manifesto at, like, you know, in high school, unless you're reading it for, you know, unless you're reading it for a class or educational purposes, like, which I understand. But I think generally, like, if you're sitting alone reading Communist Manifesto, and you're from a non-communist country, you should maybe, you know, reevaluate re your... Great for the mic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after this segment of talking about the manifestos and school shooters, we're going to see what noises we can make with our mouth. What that mouth... And it, that, that segment's called What That Mouth Do. <laughs> what That Mouth Do, Child. <laughs> <laughs> I wait for him to sip the beer and then I make my jokes. And also, my back is. What that? Oh, there it goes. Do, back to sleep again. <laughs> you gotta just trust in the process that it's still up, that it's still awake. It's called lucid dreaming. Funny how, funny how technology has to sleep. Yeah, I know, right? Like, like oh, who, the who programmed that? Funny how like people could you know call when a computer isn't awake. It's like oh, it's sleeping. 
Like, no, Instead it's not, of saying, it's not like, sleeping. Yeah. It, it's, you know, it's, it's a piece of, of technology. <laughs> yeah, that part of the motherboard is not is off. Like, yeah. Pilsner. So, to my last one, I wish I had more. Going back to Puckerface Jones. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new sound in my room. What are some things that we enjoy? Uh, yeah, but that's not how we ever do a conversation. Like, we never start a conversation <laughs> with. <laughs> I, go, I go, Caleb, let's talk about some things we enjoy. And I do this. Okay. <laughs> let's get into it. What are some things I enjoy? I go, um, a good book, uh, cheeseburgers. Do you have terror chips? I do have terror we chips. We kind of do a segment where, I don't know, I just spitballing. <laughs> <laughs> this is also something we do naturally, too. This is whatever we get in conversation. Spitballing, we could do a segment where I'm kind of just eating terry chips and you're kind of just talking to me, I'm munching away, you know, and that would be good for the microphone. I mean, I'll... <laughs> no, no, no. no. The truth is, you just want me to go grab terror yeah, chips. But, now but I also, now I want Cheez-Its. Well, that's a different story, and that'll be off air. We can actually also go and get snacks. Think of six greater sleepover. Hmm? Think of sinks. <laughs> I'm sorry, sinks. <laughs> That's a combination of Spanish and Egyptian. <laughs> Sphinx. Thinks. Okay. Uh, me thinks that. <laughs> I keep. I keep every every sentence. I go back a century <laughs> until I'm like the young. Okay. 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 Say no. The. Uh, you think? I'm trying to remember what I was saying. The sleepover. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm in. I'm in good spirits right now. I feel like we're. I feel like this is like a sixth grade sleepover. I feel like the best, <laughs> the best direction for our brains is to think that we're in sixth grade, and that this is a sleepover. That's funny. And we have to watch our volume because mom's in the other room. I specifically remember like, uh, like, si- like a sixth grade sleepover or like maybe seventh grade. But I, I used to always go home at sleepovers because uh, the same like the night that you were supposed to be sleeping there. over, I yeah. would always get picked up because a my mother didn't like me sleeping over people's houses, so she would be very insistent, like let me just pick oh, you up, weird. let me just pick you up. I remember that actually. And B, um, you know, since my mother was like that, I didn't have a lot of experience sleeping over people's houses, so I would often get kind of like nervous about it. And I think that's a funny thing because like. You know, it's just sleeping over someone's house. It's no big deal. But at the same time, like, it's very uncomfortable when you're kind of a shy kid and to, like, be in someone else's home um, and, like, you know, do things that are rather intimate. Like, you know, get ready for bed, brush your teeth, like, eat dinner with the family, whatever. You know, you're doing things that are rather intimate. <laughs> it's super, <laughs> super weird <laughs> having to do those same things with, like, a kid who you might not even know that well, <laughs> but like your friends with at school, like because normally I feel like when younger sleepovers were happening, they were like you were doing it with a kid that you, this was only like your third play date with, you know? <laughs> because like now when you sleep over someone's house, it's like you got to know them really well. Like when you're an like adult, right now, when you're an adult and you crash at someone's house, yeah, you got to yeah. know them really well. Like you don't just crash well, it, yeah, at with someone house. you just met, like yeah, like in in you know biology but when you're young. Like the third play date is like potential grounds for sleeping over. I mean, sometimes you have parents that are pushing for it more, and they say, you know, they, they want to get that fucking they, kid. They, oh, they want, away from yeah, them. they do. They want them to sleep over. They're almost trying to, you know, because the parents are trying to. Well. Oh, oh, I see what you like, mean. Like, like they want to get, the, they, they want to get, get rid of the, the kid. kid. I'm talking about the house. other way around. 
I'm talking about the with a parent who is hosting the sleepover wants the kids to come over. That's but, a whole different oh, story. Like if the if the kid's a loser, like no, you no, want to no. you want to so you want to get the kid to have no, friends because they're, they're, they're a loser. No, no, they're just enthusiastic parents. Who, they talk who for to some themselves reason. at the playground. And said, "Oh, my kid's no, no, a no, loser." No, 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 no. They're just enthusiastic parents who want to have host another child because they enjoy hosting children. Were you one of those kids? And was I one of that one? was? Well, to be frank, we were talking about we were a talking lo- about a loser. No, no, no. no. I was a- never a loser, thankfully. But I did get bullied a few times. Yeah, but did you kick the kid's ass? No, no, no. What did you? Well, okay, so when a kid bullies you, what did you do? Call the police. All right. Well, no, I, I didn't call the police, but I, but I, I, mean, I, I got I, involved. I'm glad you clarified. <laughs> I got involved Sorry. with. <laughs> Sorry. I got involved with the, uh, no, I, I didn't even, do, you know, I, I don't think I even did anything. I was going to say, no, I, I remember actually I called the, <laughs> <laughs> no, Sorry. but, but I got bullied at a police station in, in ways. I got bullied at a, rec- a recreational center, the rec center. And that was where police hung out, which oh, is funny yeah. because I got bullied there and police were probably there while I was getting bullied. That was a weird experience. You shouldn't, we probably shouldn't say, we probably shouldn't say where we grew up, right? I don't care, but I will say that I got bullied by a guy named. Do you remember this guy? Oh my god, fuck that kid! Yeah, if you're listening, get. No, not even. I hope you're doing fine, but like, no, suck, dude. He had the. Is he the one with the weird lineup? I mean, he's just the white guy with the lineup. I don't know how to describe. Yeah, but did he have like a long, like a weird face? Like his face looked like. He just had um, an aggressive looking face. I would say. Do you have a? This is weird, but do you have a picture? No, you know who it is. Is it that same kid that? It's. it's, You know who it is. You know who it is. If you're listening, Caleb said he wants to fight you at the playground where I, you guys grew up. I he told me that off camera. So <laughs> I remember, make it happen. I remember comment section. I remember this time where I was being bullied by him, and I was kind of a tough guy. At this when I was in the sixth grade, Shit. I was wearing a purple hoodie and blue pants. This was peak time, you know, for skinny jeans. But were you big yet? Or no? I was big, so I was bigger so wearing skinny jeans. Skinny, the skinny jeans were going. I have a funny picture of this. Maybe we can put it here if we find it. This is the exact outfit I was wearing when I was being bullied. I remember specifically because I wore this outfit three times a week. So <laughs> I was being bullied. And I was. this is also when I was into the rap phase. See this photo. And I... Um, I probably know what photo it is. Yeah. And, and, and uh, you know, I was being bullied and I was, try- I was being tough back, you know, with them. But, but they didn't see it as that. They took it as silly because I, apparently... I, I was being bullied and I said back to them, I'm going to bust, <laughs> I said, I'm going to bust a cap in your ass. That's what I said, honestly, in the sixth grade. I said, yo, shut up, I'll bust a cap in your ass. Unironically. No, unironically, yeah, which is a pretty badass thing to say. However, these kids being high schoolers took it as like, I'm going to bust a nut in your ass. Maybe I said bust a nut and meant to say bust a cap, I don't know. But all I know is that I said bust a cap and they took it as I was going to jizz in their ass. Like I was saying bust a nut. So, you know, what would have been funny? I wish I could reverse time and see. I probably said, I'm going to bust a nut in your ass and meant to say, I'm going to bust a cap in your ass, which means I'm going to shoot you. Uh, I think either way, they're going to think that you're going to bust a nut in their ass. <laughs> either way. I don't think, I don't think the way, reverse, they'll be like, oh no, now he's going to shoot me in my ass. Either well, way, he'll shoot a, you. It's a weird thing to say. But you've heard the phrase, I'm going to bust a cap in your ass. Absolutely. Yeah. And you've heard the phrase, I'm going to bust a nut in your yeah, ass. Yeah, but you said, oh, back then I might have said, I, I bust a said, nut in your I ass. I might have accidentally said, bust a nut in your ass. So no wonder they bullied you. Yeah. Because they, they were afraid that you were going to bust a nut in their ass. But the funny part so is... They, they were, it, I think it was self-defense, maybe. 
<laughs> maybe if we re-examine Get over the situation, here, I'm gonna bust a nut yeah, in your maybe, ass. Maybe I was bullying them and they were just trying to defend themselves because this sixth grade guy in purple and blue was gonna bust a nut in their ass. But regardless, I tried to stick up for myself. So disturbed. By doing something that was out of character, you know, by, by insulting people in this weird way. And um, it didn't work so well. And, you know, I don't know. I don't remember exactly what happened, but I remember feeling super threatened. But I didn't get, you know, I never got punched or anything, thankfully. I don't think. Yeah. But I remember a couple weeks later hearing about these same kids who bullied me. The gang, they, they were shooting BBs at, you know, teachers' cars. Great kids. They're doing great now. And, yeah, they got arrested and stuff. And I remember being arrested on the basketball court of the recreation center with a cigarette in his mouth being arrested and he started crying because the police were arresting him because they found out about the BB gun thing. They took his hands behind his back. They put him in the cop car. He he starts crying, screaming. You know, this is going to go on my record. Fuck you all. You know, I don't want this on my record. You're going to fuck me up. You're not going to get me. I'm not going to get into college. Blah, blah, blah. Hey, man, look, that's on you, you know? And, and if we're being honest, college was never on the, uh, was never on the plan. No. I college mean, was not... College wasn't the avenue you're going, no matter what. Maybe now. Now that you've done your time, maybe college is for you. I'm talking to you. Caleb said he's going to bust a nut in your ass today. I hope. And, he, and he's older, so that means his, his, that means his, I have his full cum intention. is twice as frothy. And he also has full intention. That's Frothy, true. and also his last name is f***. So we could do a play on words. Look. I don't know if we should have said his full name. All I'm We'll just bleep it out. All I'm saying is. True. Actually, yeah. Good idea. All I'm saying is. I'm gonna bust a nut in your ass, and that's final. I'm sorry for getting you arrested. (laughs) (laughs) All I'm saying is Tanner Faust. I always wanted to bust a nut in your ass, and I'm sorry for getting you arrested. But look, (laughs) can I tell? Doing wonders for the audio. <laughs> yeah, we're clipping a lot. I'll tell my. Can I tell my um, bully my story? Bully story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this? Probably. Okay. Yeah. So this story is so gross. It makes me cringe, because like I don't get over. I. I. I mean, everyone. Sorry. Just to clarify, this is you bullying or you being bullied. <laughs> I go, man. I can't get over this. I just beat the. No. I. I was. I was getting <laughs> so bullied. So gross. <laughs> okay. This is actually gross. So I was in seventh grade, and up until that point, I didn't get bullied because I was nice to people. But then I shortly okay. found out that being nice is often the reason that you do get bullied. Mm-hmm. They see a nice, happy kid, like a bully sees a nice, happy kid and says, I'm going to ruin that because mm-hmm. I don't have that at home. Right. My mom doesn't make dinner at home. Classic. I have to get the spam in the in the cupboard. That's what I eat. I don't eat a roast. I don't eat... Uh, Which, you know. if you didn't know, is the epitome of non-bullied kids' dinners. A roast. It's a roast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A, <laughs> I thought you were going to say a roast is the, is the standard for like middle... Right. Like, like the, the, that too. It's symbolic. So, so go on. Gesture. Um, so the kids said, oh, I eat spam for dinner every night. I don't eat a roast. Like like Jake, um, they didn't know I they didn't know my situation though, and that's the thing. Bullies don't know your situation, mm-hmm. so you might just be a happy kid, but on the inside, but on the inside, I was, going on. I was dying. You might not be eating a roast. You might be eating. I might be eating that spam with mm-hmm. the kid. I might be in yeah, but so, you weren't. But you weren't. So wasn't. Oh, I was eating roast. 
potatoes, carrots. And the kids saw I was a happy boy. I made everyone happy. I got good grades. Straight A's in middle school and high school. One B plus. Um, but there was an F on your record at one never point. Never was. Due to the, uh, an art teacher that we won't name. Never was. Um, and so ultimately the kid, I was in the bathroom. I had to go to the bathroom. And I used to be self-conscious. And I didn't like to pee in front of people. I had stage fright. I still did for a while. I almost do today. It depends though on the mm-hmm. situation. I had to go into a stall to pee. And so I used to take my... Uh, I can't remember if I did this, but I remember being more comfortable to slide the pants off. Mm-hmm. And when, when you have a closed stall, it's not a big deal. Yeah, no but you know, I, I also used to see kids doing that maneuver with the public stall. You remember this? I do. That was weird. That was weird. Uh, I, I saw kids take the pants off like I could see. Mm-hmm. At least I That cl- was at a younger age. I closed the that door. Was like, that was like very young. Yeah, I was like, yeah. So I, go on. So you, you were I in the stall. I closed the door. Pants a little down, but not fully down, but no. like enough to have my enough to, your ass. Long. Your ass was, you know, my ass was pants out. were underneath your ass. Yeah, my your ass, ass was, was on the door of the stall. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That'd be fucking disgusting. Um, I was standing up straight, and I was peeing through my sixth, uh, seventh grade uh, penis, and uh, didn't miss. It was 100. percent And then all of a sudden, I hear someone walk in. So then I get a little tense, but I finish. And as I'm pulling up, I hear, and the door to the thing like hits my back. And I was like, whoa. Oh, actually, sorry. I didn't hit my back. It went the other way. So it like it opened up. I went, mm-hmm. oh. And then it was this kid. Uh, what the fuck is his name? Doesn't Mar- matter. Marco. This kid's name was Marco. I won't say his last name. I think I know. I think I remember who Marco was. But go on. Marco. Last name was fucking Polo. And... He was the star at pool parties. He had no friends. He opened the door, and I was so embarrassed. He goes, I can't remember what he said, so I'm going to, you know. Paraphrase. Yeah, but it was like, oh, no, 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 no. And I'm fucking embarrassed, red in the face, red in the penis, seventh grade penis. And so I'm pulling my pants up. He's riffing and saying something, something that bullies say. No, 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 no. I wasn't listening because I was so embarrassed. I run out, and there was this other kid who was like a popular kid. This kid, and he was peeing. He saw me, and he was like, <laughs> but he didn't bully me. He was just laughing. I remember that. But for to some me, that's reason. just as much bullying, yes, because he, like, he didn't stick up for you. Yeah, exactly. Even though I was like, it was just weird. I was bigger. Like, I would always stick up for kids being bullied. All right, man, your soapbox. Wait your turn. <laughs> and so then I, I told the teachers and he got in trouble and I did everything I was supposed to do. Oh, so you're a snitch. So I was a snitch. Um, I didn't I didn't face my fears. I let the teachers take care of it. Hmm. I and I, I never and I never had a problem with him again, to be honest. Um, no. Never. I never got bullied from him again, which is interesting because I hear the contrast often. Um, that you, when you snitch, you get bullied more. Yep. But I never got bullied by him again. But I would see him. I'd get uneasy. Um, but he wouldn't do anything to me. And then years later, I got more confident. I saw him at, and then I was with a girlfriend at the time. Um, and I was picking up, like we were shopping for something at the, at the local mall. Mm-hmm. Shit show. And only the scum of the earth hang out there. And it was Plus during everybody the, else. Nope. 
and there was um, it was snowing, so they had those big mounds like when they plow the the parking lot. And I remember seeing this group of uh, idiots <laughs> that hang out at the mall, and the pack of the lead, the leader of the pack was Marco Polo, and he was walking. And he smell like I could just like you know when you can smell someone you look at them and you go oh, it smells putrid I don't even know I just can tell by my eyes, mm-hmm. and he's gross dirt finger dirty fingernails, dirt on his face, no life, and I felt happier than I ever have, and I saw him, and he actually recognized me but he didn't say my name he just went, <laughs> he actually made a similar sound, and I looked at him. Like, I'm not kidding. I looked at him like this. And I swear to God, I really did with, the, with my girlfriend. And I was like gripping her hand for some reason. She's like, she saw I was upset. And the kid, he like did one of those. like. And then he, I'm not kidding. He like left the group of idiots. And they started climbing one of the big snow piles. I was 20. And that meant that he was 21. That was bad, which is mind, truly mind boggling. So, so you truly, saw him at, at 21 years of I age saw him climbing one of the snow piles? Almost a year and a half ago doing that. Climbing the snow piles, trying to get to the tippity top. Feel like the feel like the man in that situation because he's never felt like the man in any other situation. I think now you're bullying him though. Oh yeah. What's wrong with that? I just, I, I think that bullying. Solving, solving bullying with bullying? I, yeah. I, I think, think that's bu- a campaign that bullies. needs more leverage and traction. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe you're right. Because nowadays bullies seem to be so, I don't know. With gu- they have guns? Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, don't well, know. nowadays... Nowadays they're, everybody they're, has guns. You yeah. know, the people being bullied has a gun. The, the bullier has a gun. The dad so has a gun. The dad has a gun. The mom has a gun. The dad has a bat. The kid's mentally ill but can still purchase a gun at 18. Whatever, mm-hmm. the, whatever the case may be, that kid climbed... Like I've never seen a man climb. He climbed to the tippy top, felt like a big man for three seconds. Had his friends and actually gave me a look of being like, oh, this guy looks crazy. Cause I gave him like, I re- and I'm not even, I wasn't making a joke. Like I really looked at him like that, which is so weird. And he, he got probably creeped out and he was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so I acted like the crazy one. That, he, that'll he help you. He's like, doing a podcast of himself right now and talking about Yeah, it's called, bully, it's called Bullying 101. And it's in the first episode is, kick the door where a kid is peeing so you can see a seventh grader's little penis sexual was, predator. It was, it was I was in there goes <laughs> yeah I don't like if you're listening now dude your head looks like a helmet bro oh my god okay. shave it over shave it down it's gonna be funny when we edit when we just bleep, shave it down when we bleep the people's name out it's gonna be funny well you yeah and I, I, I won't be... I won't I won't put like the sensor on the mouth so no, that you can I think st- you should I think you should you know a lot of the times it's more recognizable to another person hearing it like why a person might have a certain behavior or something like for instance when you start saying things about like that happening to you like i am making observations about your character and how that event may have like molded your character probably more than you even realize because you know like you you only get them from your perspective and when you tell other people those things they're they're seeing them from like a a bird's eye view almost like no you're you know, right so i get a different perspective so it is interesting hearing about that and also like not only high school but just things in your youth because like we were, we were talking about this the other night like things in your youth are so formative even if they're small things because you're such a sponge when you're young that you like get so affected by this shit happening that's why bullying and childhood trauma is so 
effective because like when you're young you get affected by shit double now you know you could get bullied and like adults get bullied every day practically especially if you're in like a workplace i mean hopefully not but like there is definitely a, a, like a hierarchical yeah there is definitely, that is that is shift. it's basically just like a more mature bullying you know it's like yeah. Oh yeah, for, for and sure. it happens more in the way of like passive, pa- being passive aggressive, being condescending, being demeaning, but it is still bullying in my opinion. So um, I think I, I completely agree with what you said regarding um, oh, like from another perspective, hearing the bullying stories and seeing how that shaped kind of personality. Because now see, you hear my story, and, you and say, now and now I and I because I because I heard your story. Um, you know about yeah. you bust uh, about you busting nuts and boys asses mm-hmm. and because of that i now know connect who, you connect the dots i i like you were doing when you were in seventh grade you're connecting the boys dots so that's now how i know who you are and i'm gl- and i'm grateful for that because i know my friend that much more <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for being grateful I will say this: cheating in high school was too well, on tests or on women or like on a no, relationship. no, like on tests. Like, I knew so many, you know, A students that just that cheated so much, and that kind of pissed me off. Okay, man, that's what I'll say. You're the academic police. Well, I just didn't enjoy it because you know I'm over here, and like really, it ha- takes effort for me to like know things and and pass tests. And, and you know, these kids who get the A's, granted, they are smart kids, but they're cheating. And I, I mean, I guess it's valid to cheat, but I just, well, the, I mean, dude, I, I, I don't know. I don't think, I, I don't think it's unfair. I think it's fair because, um, <laughs> no, I'm not making a joke because later in their lives, the cheating catches up with them. And they realize <laughs> they can't like, they can't do can't that. Bullshit to, your to, way. Yeah. Pass life. Like you need to pass. Oh, Jesus. Ooh, that didn't sound good. You need to pass life. And if you can't, you know, you don't pass by cheating in life. There's no cheating in life because life is so raw and life is disgusting. And like life will fucking yeah. take a dump have, on your I, forehead. Well, you can't cheat that. It's I have like an antidote death. about that, actually, if you're interested in hearing. I go, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I'd like to hear it. Well, I don't know if I've told you before, but an interesting thing that I read. And it was a story about a crane is a bird okay <laughs> thanks for warming Re- up yeah, re- reset reset I have, what you were saying. I have okay. a, an anecdote about that it's a, a story about a crane uh which is a bird and a <laughs> i thought sorry <laughs> once again i'll okay. restart <laughs> okay. there's a story about a crane uh what they use for construction it was a big crane <laughs> It's a story about a, a bull and a bird. And they both live on the same farm. And the bird is trying to fly to this high tree. And the bull notices this and he says to the bird, Look, if you eat a little bit of my shit every day, you'll be able to fly to the top of the tree. And the bird says, Yeah, okay. Um, you know, thinking that the bull is trying to tease him. And he says, look, the bull says, look, you don't have to believe me, but it's the truth. If you eat some of my shit every day, you'll eventually be able to fly to the top of the tree like you want to. And so, you know, the bird can't do it by itself. So it starts getting discouraged and it says, 
gee, maybe I should try this with the bull. So it starts eating the shit. And every day the bird gets higher and higher on the tree. And eventually the bird eats enough of the shit and gets all the way to the top. And it lands right on the top of the tree. And the moment it gets there, it gets shot down by a couple farmers with a few shotguns and you know falls to its death. Okay, well, and the moral of the story well, is a- the moral of the story is you can bullshit your way to the top, but once you get there, um, that position is not going to be sustainable because it's bullshit. And you know that's relating to what you're saying about the grades thing is no, nope. you can it's cheat, simply not you can cheat your whole life, but once thing. you get to the top, all right, with the foundation of cheating. You get you'll get completely obliterated because you're not your 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 success was not valid. Gonna have to stop you there. Uh, if the bird got up there, nonetheless, they would have got shot down by a couple of farmers. So what do you mean? How does this shit take? How does no, this shit have any substance? Yeah, but at least story? it would have been shot by its own. By what? On uh, its own chance. time. Because look, it was I shot. It. it was shot and it was eating bullshit. Actual. Anyway. This story is, is kind of for thinkers, so it might have went right over your head. But, uh, you know, for the, for the listeners who are consider themselves intellects, then they will appreciate this, surely. Dude, when you move into a new place, the first thought is, oh, safe neighborhood. I don't, I don't give a shit about that. I give a shit, honestly, in this series about a shower. Um, your shower makes or breaks your mood, your smell your day like the start i always take a shower in the morning because i'm not some asshole that takes one at night and says oh i'm already clean (laughs) i take i wake up every morning take a shower because you fucking you don't know what's crawling in your bed there's a lot of stuff that goes on in sleep you release a lot of oils yep and essential you're not necessarily unclean but you are oh you're not you're not you're not clean. clean and it's too bad it's this is, and it's not one or the other. It's not you're either clean or you're not clean. There's definitely more dimensions to it. But yeah, I know what you mean clean. about the shower thing. In fact, I personally don't have uh, that good of a shower, and it does definitely affect my everyday thing. And if I had a better shower routine, and and meaning, I had a more comfortable shower environment, I could definitely see my day being improved. Yep. This isn't a political show, but talking about the presidential election. I need to I need to get this off my chest I'm wondering You know If this guy's gonna get impeached I don't think so But there is a lot of um, This impeachment talk As of late Which is kinda cool It'd be kinda cool If he got impeached Right before There was another election It'd be cool If he got impeached The day before He was mm-hmm. originally Going to be leave. sick Maybe that would happen Like, But I can also see that Being a setup thing Like a, a political move You know Almost even for him Like to get impeached Before he got run out of office but also i'm also not against the fact of him being reelected. not not i'm not against it i like, am I'm not opposed to it <laughs> like, I now am. that we're talking about it, i gotta get <laughs> no, 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 no. i i i wouldn't doubt that he would get reelected. is what i'm saying yeah i wouldn't either um but you know who i really think is going to win genuinely hillary clinton genuinely you don't know who i think is gonna barack win. obama barack obama bernie sanders i think it's barack obama he can't run again he ran for eight years i think it's a I think it's Barack Obama. You think on a write-in, it's going to be Barack. Here's my here's my guess. And hear me out. I want you to hear me out, and I don't want you to judge anything I'm about to say. We go to Chicago, 2021, or uh, 2019, which is this year. The the deep urban communities of Chicago 
there's going to be a man whose name is, you know, Boris. Boris, you know, uh, Lindenberg. He's going to, he's a political man. And he's African-American. And he is going to legally change his name to Barack Hussein Obama. And this is going to take this is going to take everything that we know about politics and turn it around on its head. A man who agreed with Barack Obama's intentions and loved him so much that he would go as far as to change his name to Barack Hussein Obama and run in the election, win the election, and then go to the Supreme Court on his knees and say, what do we do now? Because we can't have the same president run have three terms and then the whole country is gonna it's gonna be lights out that's my prediction for the 2020 election maybe that's what the country needs to just go it's not what the country needs it's what it wants it's what it wants i would say did you hear luke luke cage got canceled by the way this was a while ago yeah that was a long time ago you think luke cage I would say that, <laughs> think I, that well, this story of Boris Lind- Lindbergh reminds me of the story of Luke Cage in a way. How so? Just because, just because. Spoiler he, alert. <laughs> just because he, he, you know, he was a man from an urban neighborhood. Luke Cage was. What, I it. wish I knew the actor's name. It made me think of Luke Cage, and like how you know, superhuman strength. How how much superhuman strength he had, and it also made me think of how how probably good of a lover he was. To Rebecca, oh man, what was the other Marvel show? Rebecca Jones, what was that? Anyway, for this election, I honestly think that Bernie, as much as we want him to win, is not going to win. And I don't know why necessarily, but I think like the whole thing with his health is going to sway people away too much. And when I say people, I'm talking about like the voters of suburban America, like the parents, like even the parents who like Bernie or consider themselves liberal might be like more realistic and be like uh you know bernie he's kind of an old dude and maybe they won't vote republican necessarily but i don't know if they'll vote for bernie but it would be really nice if bernie was president you know give him four years whatever new president such a weird um it's such a weird argument it's gonna die soon no way people people die around 72 it's like there's I, i bet if i look up the average American, you know, it's death. probably like late seventies. It's probably mid to late seventies. But uh, yeah, but Trump you, is in his seventies. Yeah, you realize right Trump now. is seventy-two or something. It's like yeah. It, so I don't get the. I don't understand that. That that's a weird argument. Well, I just want to see exactly because I'm pretty sure that it's like Bernie is like. He's probably seventy-eight. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Bernie is ex- yep. Is that right? No fucking way. Trump it's crazy. is 73. So what so, the fuck is yeah, the issue, man? It's because Bernie looks older. And well, oh, because he's... does a lot of things. He's been doing a lot of things. Yeah, exactly. But so has Trump. But just Trump, Trump has money to, to get fucking, you know... Dude, like if, if, hair, if Trump didn't have the money or didn't have the cosmetic opinions... Of that that he does or that his stylist or f- whatever 
does. Imagine he would look like Bernie Sanders. He would look like Bernie Sanders. He would literally look exactly like Bernie Sanders. Because well, he would look like the Russian shrink. version. He, if he had no cosmetic, uh, he would be bald. Advances. He would, he would Dude, have if shrunk okay. five inches. That's actually a really good point. If and he would have gotten older. Literally, if Trump had no cosmic cosmetic shit, dude. Cosmic brownie. And health and the money for his health, probably to keep him like as well as he is, he would probably look ten times worse than Bernie Sanders. Yep. So in a way, it's like, who are you gonna fall for? The dude wearing the you know sixty-five year old mask, or the dude who's actually seventy-eight, but. You know, just isn't he's fucking Donald Trump. Yeah, he's just you, you look at him, you go, he's 78. And that's what it is. It's not fucking 78 minus 10 because of he got a surgery and he got a wig. He didn't Wait, get did a wig. Did you say he's 73? Donald Trump is 73. Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. And that that's an argument. He's going to die soon. 78. Okay. Look, okay, 78 you can make is an argument about it. By the, yeah. time, by the time Bernie Sanders finishes his runs, that means he'll be 82 if he were elected. And, you know, that's it. I don't think he would necessarily get reelected because then he would be 84. Yeah. No, 80, 83 probably. Right? No, when, he, yeah, I'm talking about after well, that. Because he would get, he would get, he'd yeah, be 86. Whatever. Anyway. It's not the point. Anyway, it's not the point, but it, the point is he did have a heart attack. Yeah. You which, know what's crazy? Uh, Trump is the oldest living president as well. So that's really? one more thing I wanted to. Is that, is that actually true? The Not the oldest living oldest president that's been elected so far in the history really yep that's true that is true hmm i also don't want to look like an asshole but do you think that the the heart attack with bernie is going to affect his votes well well, let's say bernie wins the democratic which he probably won't unfortunately um not unfortunately that's in my opinion um let's say he doesn't win the the democratic um or he does win the Democratic again, then against Trump, that's going to be the top. It's like, how are you going to trust someone who already had a heart attack? For sure. Oh, well, yeah, if Trump, you mean if Trump goes against him directly, the amount of shit that, that Trump will like say about him, I can only imagine. I just hope that Trump doesn't get even to the fucking, you know. The oldest was Donald Trump. Fucking wild. Can you believe though it's almost an old only, geezer? Can you believe it's almost already been four years though that we've had this? Like that's actually insane to me. It feels like yesterday that he got elected. I remember. Do you remember where what? Like it's so weird. Mm-hmm. I remember back when school. we're older. Like do you remember when that happened? I, I remember the day that it happened because it was a, it happened on a Sunday and school was the next day on a Monday and everyone the week before was just talking like, oh you know like it look, looks like he might win but everyone's like nah you know like that'd be crazy but nah and then we get to Monday and I remember being in Mr. Harmon's class. And it was just like, everyone was like, just boggled. Even the people who liked him were just like, everyone was just like, oh shit. You know, like it actually happened. And and I remember Mr. Harmon just being like super existential about it and just being like, well, you know, like very like, like uppity about it. Like, like, but um, yeah, it's, do you remember where you, where you were? I do. Moments before we were watching him win, we were playing, me and my friend were playing Modern Warfare 2. So wait, were you up at the time that he like, like you were up in the middle yeah. of the night? Okay. I yeah. didn't do that, but go on. Uh, modern what we were playing on for three special ops missions and then we were like let's turn it on i'm just curious oh see how much hillary's winning <laughs> right 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 it was just crazy watching the numbers and we were both oh my God. like just like literally like what is happening that feeling was crazy that was a true crazy feeling and being in boston very progressive you know city people were crying on the street the next day it was i felt like that was was when i felt like that was when the balloon got totally deflated for american people like in a sense of like 
we reached an all-time expectation low, you know, like, for, well, not for American people, I should say, because the majority of people voted for him, but for sensible, maybe that's a strong word, but for sensible American people, um, I feel like that was when the balloon really got, like, popped, you know, like, we really got sunken down, because, like, it wasn't even sadness, it was just, like, it was just, like, oh, you know, like, 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 it was so, yeah, it wasn't, like, a, it was so impactful that you couldn't even be sad or, like, upset you know, even though a lot of people obviously were, but like a lot of people just like, it's like a total bursting of desensitization. And I feel the same thing is happening with all these like mass shootings and everything. Like we're just at a point where it's just like the bubble has burst. Like we have no hopes or expectations for anything anymore. After that thing with, after the election with Trump, it's like, what else can sensible people like expect from this country moving further? But, but I also think that Trump being in office was one extreme and maybe there'll be a, a democratic extreme and that the country maybe needs really bad shit like Trump to show the people that like don't fucking do this again, you know? Yep. Um, so with this podcast, we've managed to talk about uh, movies. We talked about politics. We talked about high school, shootings. High school trauma. High school trauma. I think that's good good and unique set of print oh and the joker well you said most and but that's a good point and the most recent most popular kitsch art which is uh the joker currently so i feel like we've covered all of the bases to stand out as a show Mm um and we're ready to eat terra chips and and, cheeses and i have an erect cock for these terror chips and these cheese it's extra toasty not reduced fat what do you think of the beer because what are your opinion on it oh i love i loved it really i really like pilsners recently i got that pilsner i got another pilsner uh, i thought that pilsner was the just the size of a beer no well yeah i don't know i'm i'm not gonna talk like i know but i've noticed pilsners have a similar taste so i'm not the guy to Start claiming things. If we're going to talk about natty wine, this is your guy. Mm. Natural wine. We will get there. Oh, yeah. But this is just the first Not episode today. of a thousand. That's our goal for. Yeah, we're trying to do a thousand different angles. So we're going to have to get really innovative. Um, and you're here for the ride. This is going to be edited down. You'll only hear the juiciest bits about politics and our current uh, hate for the institution, uh, just institutions in general, our hate for them. Uh, we like <laughs> we like chaos and that's why we like this new joker movie and that's and that's why uh band together brothers uh, for the first episode of what's your angle my name is jake d'ambra it's like the nardwar thing the end of the interview when it gets silent i don't think i don't think is, is there a sign off did we have come up with one? No. Signing off. And then we could have, oh, oh, we didn't think of an outro song. <laughs> Signing off. Episode one. Standard angle. Episode two, we still haven't figured out where it's going to, oh, man. we still don't know where it's going to be. I think we should forget to edit this part. Where should the oh, next angle be? We, we did forget one segment.
Sorry. Wait, it's it, also it's quiet. There's people sleeping, so we have to be. I know. No mezzo piano. Okay. Oh my god. That's a take. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>